Okay. Pastor Ayodele Afuye, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you properly. <laughs> I have been after this man for a long time. Uh, for almost one year, I have been trying to get him on Daily Talks Media. He has been escaping. I had to write to the Queen. I had to go to the legislature. I had to go to the parliament. And, and they had to ask that he must turn up at Daily Talks Media. And we welcome Pastor Ayo. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just super excited to have you on Daily Talks eventually, at long last, and uh, finally. <laughs> Pastor Ayo, welcome. Thank you very much, Pastor Dele. <laughs> Re really, really good to see you today. And uh, I just can't wait. If you're joining us, Pastor Ayo is the pastor of the Dynasty Church in Lancaster. He is also, together with his wife, Tommy, they both founded the Vessels of Virtue. Uh, publishing house. He is an author, he is a minister, he is a missionary, and he's so blessed of God with a wonderful family and children. And we are blessed to be able to have him on Daily Talks today. It's the first of many uh, encounters we will have with this man of God. And I believe over the next 40, 45 minutes, you will be super blessed. So get ready for a wonderful time. The reason we are here is because a while back you wrote a book and I'm just going to put that book on the screen. I think people have seen that book uh, just shortly before we came up. I'll just put that on the screen. That's the book. You can see it. It's called Walking with God. And so that's going to form the basis of our discussion today. But before we go into all of that, the book, Pastor, how, how are you? How are you dealing with the lockdown, post-lockdown, every lockdown? <laughs> it, it's been an amazing experience, uh, being locked down uh, for much. Uh, the global is the global thing, so uh, we everybody has been you know affected one way or the other, and uh, we just bless God because I think He's giving us more time with God. Uh, personally, let me speak for myself. He's beginning. He's giving me more time. Uh, we've got to spend more time with God, uh, hear you know Him more, and uh, have enough time to spend with God uh, personally. And I think as a nation, is an experience uh, for us as well as a church. An experience for us as a church. I, I think turning to you know this kind of experience gives us a more understanding of the way you know what God works. Um, a lot of people have been destroyed by this. A lot of people have been made even in this season, and then it's affected. I, you know, just a couple of months after the lockdown, after after the, the declaration in March that we should stay at home. Um, I learned that a young lady decided to kill herself. Just she, she, she just committed suicide because it was too much. Just three months after that, so you, you can imagine the kind of loss that we've experienced as a nation and as a church. I think it's building something new. We are experiencing a kind of new um, um, approach to doing church. 
as a as mm. a as a an online missionary missionary. Uh, just like you mentioned earlier, myself and my wife we founded an online missionary project a couple of years back, over four years back. It's given us an opportunity to meet people online more because uh, usually it was just like two, three times in a year that we meet people are all over uh, the globe, writing, publishing, but uh, we, we, we do monthly meetings now. So I think it has a positive side and negative side, but to the glory of God, um, we, we, we are still here. You talk about, you just mentioned the publishing house there. For people, for people who don't know, uh, is it possible for, you, for, us, for you to tell us about the publishing house? And how did, how did you come about a publishing house? Yes, uh, I think it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not, it's, I, there, I will be looking at that you know, in two ways. This publishing house is just a bit far from the immediate um, cost of the public, publish, publishing house. It is better to talk about the history first. Uh, uh, on the things on the of, um, of uh, November in 2017, God led me to begin to write. Uh, it was around 12 midnight. I remember on the end of November, I was before God, I was uh, meditating, and I had him, you know, tell me to begin to write. I, I've never thought of writing a book before until mm. that night. And it was just a kind of, uh, what kind of writing, keeping a record of my experience in the last couple of years, and then see the way I journey with him. So it just to document a kind of diary of my journey with God. And it began that night. So I went to bed after studying and I uh, had a dream. The dream was the launch of that book that I just had him to told me to begin to write. I then wow. woke up and said, why? You, you told me a couple of hours ago to write a book and there is a launching. God has given me a gift of um, dream, a revelation. So I began to So so Pastor Ayo, you mean yeah. this book did not exist about two years ago? No, no, it was just it was just launched on the eighteenth of November, of August last year. Last year. Yes, yes. Wow. Last year launched. And it took me twenty four about twenty four months to put it together. So it, it's actually a journey. It wasn't a book I planned to write. To make some money, to make some profit, to do business, it was it was meant to be a chronicle of a journey with God. And then how did it you know start? Um, looking at a few characters in the Bible, and the purpose was just to be able to chronicle their theological kind of review of their mm. journey with God. Uh, so publishing house was something that came after the book was published. <laughs> and then I asked okay, um, I've had a couple of questions, and it was just, how can you help us do this? How can uh, we publish a book? And that was the beginning because of the book that was given back. When you sent me a message, you said, a groundbreaking book. I, I didn't know what it meant. And it, metaphorically, it was something that came out to be able to cause a release for so many people to be blessed. Right, we've got people writing now. We published. We had um, uh, a, um, a book published, which was released last last month. It came out last month during our our North fellowship. So this is just a kind of book 
the book gave back to the publishing house. And I tell you, Pastor Daly, what I've learned in life is so most great mission businesses are not planned for. They are just there to meet a need. So Listen to me. If you are watching us right now, this is this is a powerful statement. God told the man, write a book. Two, three years later, he ends up with a publishing house. God already knew that there was going to be a publishing house. God knew there was going to be a publishing house. But God did not say, get a publishing house. God said, get a book. God will always ask us to start from somewhere. And I must confess to you, Pastor Ayo, over the last six months, we've been having different guests on Daily Talk Media. We've been looking at the topic of walking with God. I've had Pastor Mark. I've had Pastor Aaron. I've had even a friend of mine, Prophet Dave. We've had uh, Brian Porter. We've had different people. And I have put the topic to them, talk to me about walking with God. And that, that, that thing came to me when I saw this book, when you gave me a copy of this book, Walking with God. That phrase never left me. Let's talk about this book, and then we'll talk about the publishing house again. What was the journey like? How did you arrive here? What was the what was your experience like? What how did how did this book actually come about? Yeah, I it's uh, I I would say that uh, looking at Apostle Paul because I look at the journey writing the book and I see myself in the shoes of, uh, shoes of uh, Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul wrote most of his epistles in uh, the prison. And I can mm. tell you, this is, an, this is a prison experience for me, Pastor Daly. And um, to be honest with you, it was, it was, this book was bought out of pain. Wow. Um, struggles, nights of weeping, imprisonment, wow. imprisonment. And, but to the glory of God, in the midst of it, God was speaking to me. In the midst of it, I found some phrases there. When I go back to read, when you sent me some text and you pick from, you said you speak from the book. I said, I have new right this. It was it was a time that I gave myself to be inspired by God, because I never thought this could come out of me. Um, uh, you know, looking back, it wasn't something that was planned or strategy. You know, uh, strategized. It was something that was actually inspired by the Spirit of God. Um, when, when I began to write the book, it wasn't a time for anybody to think of writing. It was a time that the devil meant for me to be depressed. The devil meant for me to, to, be, soft, to be, I'd be suffering from anxiety. In fact, he wanted me to commit suicide because it was too much. Wow. It was a season where we lost a lot of things as a family. Um, wow. Let me share with you a bit. We, we drove into Lancaster in Bimba, Pastor Dele. It was after a season that we lost a lot of things. I lost my right to work in the UK. I lost wow. all my uh, right to use my certificate. I built a lot of um, 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 network in the digital marketing because my training originally was in digital marketing. I had a master's degree in digital marketing. 
are specialized in the digital communications and marketing itself. I couldn't use all that to work. And God, in the midst of it, said, go and do this. So I saw myself in the shoes of Abraham, a man God told that he was 75 to begin a journey. He never gave him the postcode. He never, I never knew he was going to come to a publishing house. So if somebody tells me today, how did you plan this? I will tell you <laughs> your plan. And, you know, it's, 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 it's something that amazes me. The glory of God made the giants of the Old Testament to cry. I don't know if that has happened to you before. I have fallen before God and I have wept like a baby. Because it is the level of what you see that determines of how you react to it. You can't be, you can't say there's a level of the glory that you see. Then then you can stand and talk. There are some that when you see, you just break down. So this is one of the testimonies that actually broke me. I said, God, how did this happen? How did I get to this place? The birth of that book came out of an experience of people like the Apostle Paul, um, Noah. Mm. Esther was an orphan. It was she was privileged to be you know to be allowed in the palace if she didn't work for it it was just chosen. she was chosen by grace she was qualified by grace so the birth of the book i would say um it's an experience that i never planned for um nobody would have thought that would come out of that um journey but the glory of God is there today, and uh, we've had so that, that, much. There's, there's something that was coming to me as you were speaking. You are a minister of the gospel, and you were an entrepreneur. You were successful. You had, you had links with, with large corporations. You've shared some of these things with me. And things happened in your life. But it's the first time I've ever heard you share. And, and I appreciate you coming on to share with people. Because this is not just sharing with me. But sharing with the body of Christ. Sharing with people. And I know there are people who will be watching this live or recorded. Who are going through difficult times at the minute. And good Christian people who are wondering why... Am I going through this challenge? I'm doing my best. I'm serving the Lord. But um, it, it, I, I want you to just, uh, because in the light of walking with God, um, you, you mentioned in this book, uh, you, you talked about Abraham being 75. Abraham had no child for many, many years. And, and one day he said to the Lord, uh, here am I now. I have no child. My servant is going to inherit all that I have. There was pain in his heart. How deep was that pain? How did you deal with being able to say, God said, write a book. And you began to write even when you couldn't see a light. Maybe you saw a light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe you can share with us. Yes. Uh, uh, thank you, Pastor Billy. Uh, the life the life of um, working with God, when you look at the book, it, it brings about a journey of faith. It brings about a journey of patience, about self talk about sacrifice, talk about humility and perseverance. 
And when you bring all this together, they are they, they are the components of the word of God. The word of God, I think it should be a, 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 a mentality that every child of God should have. Uh, you mentioned Abraham. Abraham was a man that was prosperous in the city of Paul. If you look at the, the, the book of uh, Genesis from chapter 12 to 25, you see the journey of Abraham in those chapters of the Bible. And if you look at his life, he, he was a man that was he was comfortable in her. He was okay. He was he was living with he was living with his family. He was okay. But God just pulled him out. He pulled him out because he wanted to use him. And uh, you know there were challenges. He went through challenges. He was barren. I mean, the wife was barren. They didn't have a child. But in the midst of that, the Lord instructed him to begin a journey. I tell you, most most of us today, we want the call to come when we are comfortable. Mm. God is a God that wants sacrifice. You know what? That's 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 the, the the writings of Apostle Paul in Romans chapter ten. He said he said we should present ourselves a living sacrifice. It should be a journey. It should be a sacrificial. Our life should be sacrificial. So it's 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 at, at the point that I began to write the book. It was a time of pain, just like I mentioned to you. I I sensed that God wanted me to draw closer to Him. He wanted to give me an assignment that that is beyond the book, because mm -hmm. it wasn't just a book. Uh, I mm. also the million God is not a, a New York bestseller, <laughs> but I'm but I'm, I'm 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 happy that this has changed in a lot of lives. I've I've had a few feedbacks, but what I've seen is healed. The, the book has healed a lot of lives. People that have been through mental disorder, people that have, that have, that have suffered a kind of depression, they never felt anything could come out of them. But what I see, I see them jumping out. And then God is using it to build lives. So it's, it's, I, I knew, I knew that it was going to, it was, it was going to be something that will come out like this, but it was written out of um, sacrifice. It was written out of pain. And I had to be humble. Because one thing mm. for God to use any man, it, it requires humility. A great sense of humility against a great sense of sacrifice. Just like I mentioned to you, we lost, I lost almost everything in contact because at a point I wrote in the book, my experience of God wanted me to drop all my business network to be able to focus attention on him. Wanted me to hear more from him. Wanted me to be able to fellowship more with him. Then he can use um, I, um, I was listening to a preacher recently, um, Dr. Mensah Otabe. He mentioned something that struck me. And that couldn't even come out of my, you know, my, my mind since then. He said, God can accept you the way you are, can accept you the way you are. He, can, he loves you the way you are, but he will never use you, use you the way you are. He wants mm. to break you. He wants to... So he wants you to be humble. He wants you to he wants to crush you because you can't get the best out of the grip if the wine does not come out. Mm. The gold will not become gold except it passes through fire. So but that's where a lot of us that's when a lot of us run away. That's that's that that heat during the moment of that heat because uh, you 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 talked about something you said. Uh, I, I, I'm just going to refer you to something you said 
in that book that these men they walked with God and and it is so easy to perceive them you think these people are superhuman uh, and all of that but Abraham was a man who had feelings like every human he had fears he had anxiety he had manipulative thoughts and was capable of failing like every other man you literally Abraham was my superhero you literally made him look like like me <laughs> what, what separated Abraham was grace I you have grace I have grace everyone listening to me has grace we are we are we are candidates of grace God has released so much grace upon you and I he has given us capacity to become whatever he wants us to be so the promises of God, you know they are as good as action. When God says a word, they are mm. as good as action. Until we begin to see what he says to us as made, as done, as settled. We are mm. not doing it. There's something that happened in Mark chapter 4, verse 25. Mm. I love that episode of Christ's work with his disciples. Christ told them, he said, let us cross over to the other side. Let us cross over to the other side. Mark 4.35. That was as good as done. But in the middle of this, those guys were scared because of the storm they experienced. While writing the book, there were storms that came. At some point, two months, I wasn't writing because I lost everything. My brain wasn't working. But after some time, I go back to it. I begin to write. We are not meant to give up. The grace of God has given us a capacity to achieve whatever we hear him say. He said, let us cross. Christ did not say, let us cross over to the other side and die. He said, let us cross over and to the other side. It wasn't just to drown in the sea. It was for them to move forward. Let, let's take, for example, what happened at the first uh, miracle of Jesus in Cana of Galilee. John chapter mm. 2, verse 8. The, wine mm. turned, the, the water turned to wine while they were taking that water to be steward of the meeting. It, it wasn't a miracle that happened instantaneously. It was why they were going. So the journey mm. to this book, the journey to the publishing house, we've got some other mission. Pastor Dele, we've been Lancaster. We've got great people working with us. Not only that, we've got mission reaching out to some nations in Africa, but it was just a journey. And wow. all we need to do is to begin that journey. It is not to look at the situation around us. Look at Noah. Noah was a 500-year-old man when God said, build an ark. Imagine, let's come down. It took him 100 years to build an ark, to change the world. Imagine that. So it is in the journey that the miracles are built. They tell lepers in the book of Luke, Chapter 17, verse 14. Luke 17, 14. It was why they were going. Jesus said, go and show yourself to the priest. It was why they were going that the miracle happened. They were cleansed, the Bible says. So let us start the journey and then see what God will do. The problem, the issue that we have, Christians, we want to see the thing happen immediately. It is while we are journeying. I have seen so many people healed with this book published. Pastor Dele, I have seen so many businesses giving back to be, because of this book published. Is that are your if this could happen to you? That means yes. a better position. People have told me, I said, Ayo, where you are now today, <laughs> what you have to do, 
If it happened to you, we are better than you. We should do better than you. I said that is a testimony. So wow. our life, our life is not meant to just be. We, we want everything to come out. There, there's something. There's something you 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 said uh, there in, in the sense of this is not just it's not just about a book, it's not just about a book, it's the it's actually the man behind the book. You know, you never understand a book until you understand the author of the book. We know God is the one who gave you the inspiration, but you know your story as having been in a place of despair a place where you even contemplated at some point uh, suicide uh, it's the lowest point that any one of us can ever get to and I, I and i just want to ask you that question somebody's going to say we've got covid we've got the economic situation in our country we've got the whole anti-racism thing going on we've got the whole society you know being demoralized by what's happening in the world we've got people who have been made redundant who've lost their jobs we've got people who have lost loved ones these are not the best of times is it then possible pastor ayo to walk with god in 2020 in the light of all of this and if you can throw in this answer to this question as well that you know uh, you, you talk about where is what is god saying to you about the situation we find ourselves now are we going to come out of it is this going to be with us for a long time to come it, it, it's a challenging season and i know some people out there have got questions in their heart but you you've written this book walking with god possibly you might be able to shed some light on these questions in the heart of people yeah thank you pastor Bailey. um at, at towards the end of the year um god gave me god gave me a revelation when i was called to ministry on the 26th of august 2018 i after the church service I uh, I was having a nap, just one hour nap, and I saw a, a man in a white robe who walked into our living room and handed me a bell. I said, I will go out and preach the gospel. Go out and preach the gospel. I said, he said, he, he, he called it a name, uh, a crusade. That was, that, was, that was the language. I had crusade. And I went to the dictionary when I woke up. What does it mean? A crusade is a change. Mm. A change a change and a change you know change is not it's not good to we, we don't want change we don't want mm. change technically we want to just remain in our comfort zone as a church we want to you know do things you know the way we want the way we are used to i, I think the the outbreak to the church i'm speaking for the church now i'm speaking for 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 the the our sort of faith now I think it's for us to get rid of the mentality of religion, the way things are done, the traditional way of doing things, and go mm. out and do the real thing. With love, we need to preach the gospel. The, 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 we need to come down and see how we can meet the needs in the community. 
and he wants us. It's a kind of change generally. He wants the government to see things differently. The big nations, I mean, the advanced nations of the world, they have experienced a kind of terrible, uh, I would say, a recession. Um, I was here. I was listening to the news recently, and I heard um, saying that this is it. Is what what the UK government is owing? They've never yeah. owned ever. You know, even the nations that thought that we are there. We are yeah. the Almighty. They serve yeah. as So God wants us to come to Him. I think His first chronicles is that if my people, that is the word, if yeah. they will come to me and they are broken and they and they are and they are, they are repentant, I will heal them. I will hear them and I will heal the land. So it, I think it's a season for us to come back to Him. So a kind of reset when you buy a new phone. Um, and yeah. then you try to pick up the phone and you're struggling, you can reset. When you press a reset, it goes back to the original manufacturing mode, manufacturer's mode. And then you can do whatever you want to do. We need to press a reset. We have mm. to press a mm. reset early in the year. God gave us the word in Second Corinthians as a ministry. I couldn't I couldn't stop talking about it. I called the leaders of our missions. I traveled to Manchester. I was speaking to everyone, stakeholders within our ministry. I said, this is what the Lord is saying to us. In the book of Second uh, Corinthians, Paul was writing to the Corinthians. He said, we have been given a new covenant ministry. We are mm. not going to back down. We are not going to give up. Regardless of what we are going through, we are going to go forward to do what we have been asked to do by God. Ex until every one of us individually rises up and we, our mind is made. It's a journey of courage, uh, Pastor Dele. It's a journey wow. of sacrifice. It's a journey of we have to go out, all out to do that, which my wife mm. said something to me a um, couple of um, years ago. Uh, after we, we, I came into ministry, she said, well, we are, it was just a kind of discussion and she was like going to uh, tell me that I was, um, is there, is there, is there nothing, nothing stops you. Whatever you want to do, and uh, you just go ahead and do it. You don't, mind, you, don't, you don't mind if it affects anybody. Whatever you want to achieve, you can achieve it. You know the way she said it sarcastically? And I was like, okay, is that me? Is, is that really Ayo? And I went back to my study and I talked to her. I talked talk mm. about it. I said, is that a weakness or a strength? And something told me that is a, is a strength that every child of God will have. Nothing stops you from achieving the will of God for your life. Your life. Amen. Nothing stops Amen. you. When that you need to go, you go ahead and do it. As a church, God wants us to reset, press a reset. And then regardless of what is happening, the pandemic, it, it's an issue that has affected everyone. Uh, people have died. You know, it's disheartening. The church, we can't gather together as you know in the big uh, mega churches the way you used to, but he still wants us to proceed to do what he has asked us to do, and that the word of God we should keep in our heart. And um, the genders mm. of prayer in my book, if you look at them, there's something that was peculiar to them. I call it common denominator, it's grace. The grace of God has given us all that we require. Noah found grace. Abraham found grace. David 
was a man after the heart of God because he found grace. Esther was just a common orphan. He had a pauper, a pauper uncle, Mordecai. And look at how she ended up in the palace. Moses was a man that came from, he, he, he was almost killed. We were sharing a couple of minutes ago, Pastor Billy, Holy Spirit. Moses was just a man, a boy that was meant to be killed, eaten by crocodile. Mm, in the Nile. After, <laughs> in the Nile. He began, he began his journey with his trouble. He grew up in the palace as a prince. 40 years in the palace, then he, he, he had to run away to spend 40 years in the wilderness. That was where he was trained. So he was trained for 80 years because, it began, because God, God called him to lead the children of God out of the land of bondage. So all this, you look at their lives, they are not stories that are very, very interesting. We don't want to put ourselves in their shoes. But this... A lot of them this is all in the book i mean if if you want to hear more and know more just just get a copy of this book it's on the screen we've got how you can get a copy of this book walking with god uh it's there on the screen you can see it um you know one of the things that you were talking about the church positioning itself which you also mentioned in the book is in the area of connecting with the millennials connecting with the young people and something you said in the book you said uh you said it, with the millennials one in four are unaffiliated with any religion far more than the share of older adults when they were ages 18 to 29. In other words, you're saying the young people don't want to have anything to do with religion. If it's religion the way you and I know it, I also don't want to have anything to do with religion because I always believe Christianity is not a religion. There's a way we are presenting this gospel to our world that, that it's not showing that there is an answer in the gospel because we are full of fear we are full of discouragement we, we're not even sure of what we believe anymore i mean what can we do then because when you talk about the millennials we're talking about your children my children how can we salvage the young people when it comes to working with god can we get the young people to walk with God. Just to say this, this afternoon we were having prayer experience and one of the prayers we prayed was for young people that God will begin to raise up intercessors and prayer warriors among the young people. When the Lord dropped that prayer point in my heart, I said, God, this is a tall prayer to pray. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor Daly. I, 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 I really appreciate this uh, question. I think from the statistics that I presented in the book, um, you know, it's, it's something that we need to look into as a church community, but it starts from somewhere. Um, recently, recently, we had a feedback. We have more students than our church, Dynasty Church in Lancaster. We have more students. Uh, over 75% of our members are students. And uh, we normally take feedback from them so that we can get things better. Just like you mentioned, we need to speak the language. They hear 
we need to do it the way they want so that we can benefit in Twitter because these millennials are the future of the church. Yeah. Um, and one of the part, uh, we, one of the people that we got was from a lady. She said, um, she actually this this was the, this was the way she put it. She said, uh, our preachings that are no sin. She said our preachings are no sin. She said, they he said she's been preached at. Wow. And then our preachings are no sin. And that 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 took us a couple of weeks to unravel. We're thinking, uh, what does it mean? Our preaching and no sin. We try to preach at them. We are not preaching for them. And that took me to uh, the book of Second um, Timothy. Paul was actually advising the young minister, Timothy. And yeah. I will read chapter 4, just two verses, Pastor Dele, please, if you'll permit me. Yeah, uh, feel free. Verse 2 and 3 of chapter 4 of Second Timothy. He said, preach the word, be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, listen to this, correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. The time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. Wow. That is what's happening now. And from there, I knew that I was actually we were preaching the right thing because Christ was talking and everything Christ was saying while he was here on earth, it was rubbish to people. Especially to the Sadducees, to the, to the Pharisees, he wasn't preaching what they wanted to hear. This issue is in twofold. We need to look at the immediate cause. Let's start from parenting. You know, I mentioned in the book, I remember godly parenting. Every parent yes. needs to be, look at themselves as role models to their children. Uh, if you are with me, Pastor a generation missed it in the West. And after they missed it, because religion, Christian religion was brought to Africa from the West. But a generation missed it, and having a chat with people, if I tell them I'm a priest, and they say, oh, it's good, uh, we don't go to church, I say, I asked them how long have you been in church. They said in 20 years they've not been in church. A 50-year-old person that just dropped out because um, he, 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 after the prom, after she began to go to college, he thought he's not, he's no longer trained to be in church. He never, he never, he never wanted to go to church again. And for 20 years he's never been to church. And he's giving back to children. What does he want to? What does he want to teach? What kind of life does he want to teach? So he starts with godly parenting. Noah mm. and his and, and his wife, I can imagine how they were able to coordinate their three children with their wives and they partner with that old man to build the ark. It yeah. must have been the height of godly parenting. That is where it starts from. And then the church needs to begin to preach the correct gospel, the mm. doctrine. Uh, we don't care about numbers. Most personally, this was one of the um 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 a portion of the Bible that I actually love. When I was coming into ministry, I knew this truth. It doesn't matter if you can see from my writings, I don't write to please men. I write actually to be able to see how to encourage, how to correct, and how to rebuke. If any sermon 
any gospel writing is devoid of these three is a mess. Yeah. It's nonsense. So except we try to combine these two together according to the Apostle Paul writings to Timothy, we are not going to preach. There is power in the word, Pastor Bele. There is power in the word. It breaks. It sets free. But why we try to package to talk about prosperity, to combat the, the love of God? No, God loves us. He wants us to prosper. But at the same time, He wants us to be drawn near Him. We need to, to preach about holiness, talk about the second coming, talk about the rapture, talk about the, 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 um, the prosperity. He wants us to prosper. But at the same time, he wants us to be disciplined. If you look at the, 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 the great giants of the New Testament, Old Testament, you see that they were disciplined people. Uh, David said, he said, he said he would not offer to, to, to God what does not cost him anything. Abraham was given only one only child, a child of covenant, and God asked him to give him back. How many of us are willing to give back what God has blessed us? See, people have wow. so many issues going to tight today. They have so many. EU is highly a very controversial um, um, topic in the Christian world today. How will God that has brought that's brought you far, blessed you, request for a 10% and that has become an issue? This is just a discipline. So I think it's something that you know that uh, uh, brings a lot of um, controversies, but it's very, very simple. Two things about how we can get the millennials, how we can actually, because we are not consistent in our preaching. If they see something like this in Timothy and you are preaching that, it doesn't matter to rebuke. It doesn't ma matter to correct. In fact, the lady that told me that, uh, that I wrote um, uh, the, the, the feedback that said we, we, we are preaching, they are nosy, they are, are, are being pricked at. That was a good testimony for us as a church because a preacher needs to be nosy. If you don't, if you don't, what, what, what do you preach about? You just package a very beautiful sermon and you present it to the church for them, for everybody to be happy. Christ was a good example, is a good example for us as a church. God wants us to narrow everything down, speak in the language that this the millennials want. Try to integrate the online, what they, they, the way they do their things more, but it has to bring every component together we're talking about to encourage, to rebuke, and to correct. Wow. <laughs> Pastor Ayo, you have really, you've touched some things here uh, tonight. Um, oh dear, oh dear. We, we, will, we will continue along this line when we come back again next month. You won't believe our time is up and we have only just started. <laughs> but what you've said now is what listening to. We've got to be consistent. We've got to keep the truth of God's word. People want to come to church to hear what is the truth. This uh, lockdown, if it has taught us anything, it has taught us that this world cannot continue the way it has always been. There is a need for change. And that change has to start right with me, right with you, right with every one of us. If you've been watching us, we've been speaking with Reverend 
Ayodele. He is he's been challenging us. He's been speaking from the heart. Uh, if you came in midway, you've missed a lot. You can rewind and go back. We're going to have Pastor Ayo again with us. But before you go, Pastor, I, I, I just want you to mention something, which is about the aspect of purpose, because uh, we've got about three minutes left. I just want you to talk about that. For anybody who is watching right now, and, and they've, they don't know, because while we were speaking, you talked about God told you to do this. God told you to write a book. God's been speaking to you. There are people who don't know what their purpose in life is. There are people who don't even know why they are even alive. Why am I here? How can I hear God? Because if I can't hear God, how do I walk with Him? It's, it's, we've got to start from somewhere. If we're going to navigate this pandemic, navigate the social economic situation we find ourselves in the world today, we must have the capacity to hear God. But people don't know how to hear God. Where do I start from, Pastor? Amen. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Pastor Dele, for that question. I was a broken man. I was lost for half, a, half the year I spent on earth. I was just lost. I was doing everything everybody was doing. A man that doesn't have a purpose, everything looks like what he's made for. Everything everybody does on the social media, you just want to do it. Everyone, everything everybody does around you, you feel you just want to try and do it. So it's a life of imitation. But immediately I, I, I had an encounter with, with the Holy Spirit, with God. I, 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 I discovered that our purpose is hidden in Christ. Amen. And you can't talk about purpose if you don't know your identity. Your identity, my identity, is hidden in Christ Jesus. So it is not the purpose for us, it is discovering who you are. And our vision as a church, Dynasty Church, is taken from 1 John chapter 3, verse 1. It is, we know we are, we are called the children of God. And then, if God says, I have created you in my own image, so you have the image of God, I've got the image of God, I've got the, the capacity to create, for creativity is in me, then that shows. I, I, I think there was one day I was preaching one Sunday, and this illustration just came. Moving closer to a mirror gives you a vivid picture of yourself. If you mm. move further in the mirror, then you have a blurry picture of yourself. That's a simple analysis. John chapter 15 verse 1. Christ is the vine. He says, I am the vine and you are the branches. Apart from me, you can do nothing. That is that is a key to purpose, Pastor Belly. If uh, until we discover ourselves our, 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 our identity in Christ, we would never, ever have a clue to what the purpose is. I never saw the publishing house coming. I never saw the virtues. I never saw that I was going to be a pioneer to reaching out to tens, hundreds of thousands of virtues.com was a bath of the mm. purpose of God. It was mm. just God packaged that and well, we never saw it coming until I discovered myself and my, my wife, we discovered that we are part of Christ. And mm. then if you pull a branch, 
out of a tree, what happens to that branch? Regardless of mm. what happened, that branch dies. Because the life it takes from the tree. It takes water from the tree. It takes food, nutrients from the tree. And when you take yourself as a branch outside the vine, then you become mm. zero. When you take yourself outside the tree that supplies everything that you need to survive, then you become zero. Then that is death. That is anxiety, depression, and NHS will prescribe medication for anxiety. But I tell you today, the medication is in Christ. Amen. <laughs> I tell you, the valid, the prescription for anxiety and depression, for another thing, for trying to commit suicide, is in Christ Jesus. John chapter 15, verse 5. Christ is divine. And we are part of that branch, and without him, we are nothing, no purpose, no identity, nothing. Pastor, I've, we've just got to draw the curtain. <laughs> it's, uh, we, if you're just watching us, Pastor Ayo will be back with us again in October. So keep your eyes out for that, because uh, there's so much that we still have to talk about. But, you know, you can get ahead of us and get a copy of this book. I think you can still download an e-copy without having the printed copy. You can just go to that site, download an e-copy to your iPad, your phone, your computer, and read. Here on Daily Talks Media, we want to promote uh, reading, reading culture, reading culture. Let's get back to the art of reading and studying and knowing because we live in a dangerous time and uh, only knowledge can preserve us. Bible says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge and we've been so blessed. I don't know how to say thank you because you're so busy. You're actually doing a PhD at the minute, isn't it? Uh, you never stop reading. <laughs> Pastor. <laughs> Anyway, one day you will stop this reading. <laughs> but until now, get the PhD, get the professorship, get everything, and uh, you can come to Daily Talks Media and come and be a blessing to us. We just can't wait for the next time when we have you again. But before you go, you have to pray for us. I want you to pray, to speak into the life of people who right now may be feeling discouraged, may be going through pain in their life. Some people right now feel like they're Abraham or they feel like they are Noah or they feel like David in a place of despair, but God can still use them. I don't know, whichever way you feel led by God to just pray for people who are watching live and those who might watch this recorded version later, let us pray together. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for the privilege even to be here, oh Lord. Thank you for your word that has come forth. Thank you because you are a faithful God. You brought someone from out of the dungeon and you make them to sit Amen. With, with no ordinary men, with kings, with queens, oh Lord, with, with, with opinion makers in the community and society. You brought me from somebody begging to eat from from a, 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 a food bank, mm. and then we are becoming a blessing at the moment to nations in Africa and mm. missionary projects. Mm. You can do anything. I speak by the authority 
in the name of Jesus. But as many as are hearing my voice, that they are down at the moment. Father, Amen. inspire your spirit, O oh Lord. Yes, Let them Lord. recover yes, their identity. Yes, Let them recover their purpose, O oh Lord. Amen. I pray, O oh Lord, that the power that brought Christ out of the dead, Yes, resurrection Lord. power work today. Father, let this, yes, let this power bring them out. Amen. I pray your breath will be upon them. I yes, pray Lord. that you will help them discover their identity in you and yes, then the purpose will give it to them, to them, that they will be able to see. You said to Abraham, you said, I will bless you and make you a blessing. Yes. A man is not blessed except he is a blessing. Lord, as many as are hearing me, O Lord, and make them a blessing. That is a complete testimony. Father, I thank you, O Lord, that you are faithful, and I pray for this platform, that Father, you will make this platform, daily talks, flourish. Amen. That reach the ends of the earth, in the name of Jesus. And you empower them, equip them, for such a time as this, you have brought them up, O Lord. Lord. Father, I thank you because you are faithful. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor Ayo. Uh, we will see you again soon. And everyone, God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Bye-bye.